Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Universal Energy Radio. This is the oh, almost the some of you show. Look at that. I know. This is what oh is this? Oh my gosh! Ella? It's it's us. It's what? the lowest effect. It's us. <laughs> Here we go. It's the hot mess comedy hour. Woo! Not my very name funny. Is Lisa. My name is Liz. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm eating Happy a blueberry muffin. Oh, I'm drinking blueberry kefir. That's weird. Oh, look at us, the blueberry. Well, this is a blueberry, uh, like one of those gluten-free blueberry muffins I got from uh, Costco. They come in a big box, and it's made with Mm -hmm. carrots and zucchini. Mm. So they kind of sneak in all these vegetables. It's really good. Uh Mm. Nice. I'm doing the kefir. Um. I drink like um, I don't even know how big this is. Probably less than eight ounces, but um, about six ounces of kefir every day. Mm. That's for the yeah the probiotics. Mm-hmm. Uh, made such a difference. Mm-hmm. Very good. Could you be helpful? Yeah, usually. I, well, you know, I gotta keep it. I gotta hold it together because it's. Oof. Yeah, <sighs> it's uh, ah, it's an interesting time. So, uh, yeah, I might as well just dive right in to be Mm. continued. So when we last left on Tuesday, I was not, I didn't know what was I going to walk into visiting my mother because nobody saw her on Monday. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm in that whole, my whole thing now, pretty much with everybody, I'm in this whole uh, filter of forgive them for they do not know what they do mode. I'm Mm -hmm. just in that. They don't like I said before. I'm like I'm, and I'm so glad because for whatever reason that my brother didn't show up on the day before. No, don't ask, don't tell. Mm. He was there before I was, and I am so glad I made the arrangements for the medical home visit because I cannot stand to see my mother in chronic pain. Right, and we uh, they eliminated. Uh, over-counter medicine, which actually was, like, not good for her heart and also not doing anything, and um, prescribed non-narcotic but very strong Tylenol, which Mm. is a conservative step. And and not that this is a shock or surprise, but just that we have now crossed the threshold um, because in conversation with the uh, medical professional, uh, basically, it. I, I mean, I was there as her patient advocate. I was there for, for her to say what she had to say and then for me to jump in and to say, um, yes, you're saying that now, Mom, but remember, da-da-da-da-da-da, oh, yeah. That, so, like, mm-hmm. really just com- yeah. you're, like making sure that her, her needs and the truth are being communicated um, but when I thought, when I um, looked at her in the eyes, and unfortunately I recognize this look, mm-hmm. um, you can you can just tell when somebody is, you know, making making that shift where it's not a vacancy in the eyes, but it's just this. It's hard it's hard to describe, but you can just see like okay, there's a different. Mm. tone to the eyes as it were than mm-hmm. the last time that I saw her I'm like okay and it doesn't mean that it's going to be quick I, I'm kind of feeling within a year um, who knows but it was the first time um, because I got a, a follow up phone call and of course they didn't want to have this conversation in front of my mom that the conversation was with next steps um that there be a, a home visit to discuss palliative care. Okay. So palliative care basically is a nice way of saying end-of-life care. Right. I, it's like a precursor to sort of like the, um, I guess it's the first step before you go into hospice because it could be yeah. a, a, depending on, how long she she goes or how long she wants to go, what have you, 
it could be a long time between palliative care and hospice. Right. You know, one one just doesn't know. Of course, it wasn't a shock, but it was, you know, a painful pill to swallow. Like, okay, this is where we are now. Right. Okay. Okay, this is where we are now. All right. Um, you know, which is, it is, it is uh, uh, what it is. So I've been in a little bit of a, a heightened state. And um, I will be back to her uh, over the weekend. Yes, yeah, school, yeah, school is open tomorrow. Not my, not my son's oh. school, but school in terms of where I work. So, wow. Um, yeah, yeah. I was like, shut. Then I have. I'm like, then I have the long weekend. Yeah. So I'm actually. Yeah. I'm like, what? I'm working. What? So, so um, I will see her Saturday and uh, Sunday. My sister and I might have mentioned this um, was saying that she was having similar symptoms to a heart attack. That was over a week ago, and I'm like, well, go to the doctor, girl. You know, no, no, no pain in the chest or the arm, but other things. And I just think, okay, this is where she's at in her consciousness. Forgive them for they do not know what they do. I think fear of my mom going, entering this next phase or not wanting to deal. Who cares? Whatever it is, it is. Um, so I want to give my brother a little bit of, of a break because, um, uh, he was there on his own uh, yesterday, will be there today. Who knows will be there tomorrow? I can't. I have to work. So I sh- will be there Saturday and Sunday. But I was happy that my mother was dressed. She was able to prepare her breakfast. She really can't do much anything else. And then what broke my heart is that during my brother's visit, I guess he she wanted pizza. So it's like, whatever you want, girl, whatever you want. So, um, you're the boss. I'll call this, you know, the strippers are on their way, whatever you need. <laughs> so, um, as she was biting into a slice of pizza, her front tooth chipped. Oh, wow. I'm like, oh, what? And yes. And he, and he called her dentist who she hasn't seen since probably pre Corona. Mm. Um, and they're not far, but my mother can't even, I mean, just going from her recliner to the restroom is like climbing a mountain. I mean, that's just wow. where she's at. Yeah. So it would, it would be a matter of a, of, of putting her into a cab for a, someplace that's like literally three blocks away. And he called for an emergency appointment. She got dressed and she's done this to me so many times with doctor visits. I don't want to go. And then she, and then she, and then she does, and I'm like, okay. So I've called mortified so many times. Uh, my mother doesn't want to go. My brother had to do the same thing. Oh wow! And I'm like, if she's not in pain with the tooth and she's still able to eat, like, yeah, it doesn't look great, but is it the end of the world? So right. I just don't want her to be. I don't want her to be stressed. But I'm like, you know, really on top, on top of that. So then. Going back and forth with all of that, um, I get a call from the guidance counselor at my son's school, and he's like, I'm not breaking confidentiality, but I'm concerned for your son's safety. I'm like, here we go. Oh, my God. Here we go. I'm like, here. I'm like, what is it now? So fortunately, whatever rumors or crazy things that were going on, um, weapons were being discussed, crazy just things. And um, I know that there's a lot of heightened teenage drama and then there's, there's the truth of what's really going on. And I know my son has especially when he was much younger, had really been in some very dangerous situations. Uh, And he's probably dancing on that line with certain conflicts that are going on. I really don't know, but I am so open and honest uh, with my son. And I have to tell you that on 
um, on Tuesday after the show, when I was getting ready to see my mother, he and I had a knockout, drag-out fight. Because remember when mm-hmm. um, he came, he showed up, I'm like, go to school? Mm-hmm. So he refused to go to school that day. We had a knockout, drag-out, um, because I am the most understanding, progressive mother out there. But I just, it was just too, it was just too much. Between that and my mm-hmm. mother, it was just too much. So we both lost our minds. Um and I leave to see my mother, and just coincident, coincidentally in my peripheral vision, I see my kid's father uh, pulling out from the uh, apartment garage, and I'll explain that. So our, our housing, they own lots of different businesses, one of them being a public garage and we have an insider price I don't have a car there used to be a family car so as a courtesy to my kid's father um, as long as he pays the parking fee uh, every month he can park his car so I guess he must have been going going to relatives for Thanksgiving so I know I'm spending Thanksgiving with my kids today Um, but I just thought oh Okay, I saw him from the corner of my eye drive off in the car. Thank God he didn't notice me in my mask, in my coat, whatever. thought, that's really interesting. Okay, so we're just checking all the boxes today. Yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, I had a uh, very beautiful, strong heart-to-heart because my, my, son, my husband, my son and I really were so close we hate when we 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 do that and that was on that was tuesday where we we made up right i get this call yesterday and he's just like just the counselor's like just let me know he's safe and like okay so now i'm really like then i'm checking the, the the tracker i'm not on the tracker anymore i'm like okay great okay um but then when I called my son, he picked up, and I said, look, your counselor doesn't want to break confidentiality. We just have to make sure that you're safe. And he's like, I'm actually on my way home. I'm like, okay, thank God. So whatever happened did happen, and um, he had uh, a slew of his friends hang out with him. I'm like, I don't care. They're in my house. They're safe. And when I did speak to my son last night, I said, you have to have my back right now. You have to be safe. The best thing you can do for me is to go to school and to stay safe. Please have my cannot take on anything more than what I'm dealing with right now. That's all I ask. Have my back. So that's where we are. Mm. So he's safe. Yeah. But it's it's crazy. It's just, and, the, and you know, it doesn't matter what your color, your class, your where you live, whatever. It's when you're that age and you're in high school, you could be anywhere on the planet. It's crazy. Mm. The way the brain is, it's insane. And it plays out in so many different ways. You know, you could be, an introvert, and your parents are begging you to go out and have friends, you know? <laughs> right. Right? Or you could be, you know, pretending that you're in a war war room uh, strategizing battle against the enemy or anything mm-hmm. else in between. <sighs> yeah. So that's where we are, and I'm just grateful that in this moment everyone is safe. Or so I hope. Wow. I know, right? Well, good luck. Good luck with all I know. Of that. And um, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot to juggle as as per usual. A lot to juggle. Um, oh no! That's so, insane. That's why we gotta yeah. be gotta drink the keeper. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get yeah, yeah, and yeah, and I'm I've lost a lot of weight. 
when she, oh, gosh. not by choice. Right. Yeah, 107 pounds. I've never been this thin. What? Like crazy. Yes. A gust of wind can yeah, take I mean, you away. Yes. Yes. Like I still look okay. Like I still look okay. Like thank goodness. Like it's not in my face. Thank God. But um, yeah. So I'm yeah. I and I. Oh my goodness. I've always been. Um, I've never been skinny, but I've always been proportion. I've always been okay. Maybe I've been as much as five or ten pounds overweight in my lifetime. But yeah. So I'm making myself. Um, I'm making myself eat a little bit more um, when I do have an appetite or I'll have that snack and not think twice about it. So now it's just like, okay, but um, (laughs) my app, yeah, okay, bring it on. But um, over time, um, I, I was losing weight probably since the beginning of the year, but very incrementally, very slowly. And then my stomach must have shrunk. So now I just, I don't get hungry as quick and I don't eat as much, but I'm being very mindful and just, if I want that cookie, I'm going to eat that cookie or whatever. But I get full full very, very, very quick. But yeah, I I actually want to gain a a few pounds because I I can't be turned into like the... So that's, yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I'll I'll ship my extra 30 or whatever to you, and that'll help, you know. We'll meet in the middle. (laughs) We'll meet in the middle. We'll meet in the middle. We'll meet in the middle. Yeah, but there's all these clothes that I'm packing up. I can't wear them anymore. I'm I'm drowning in them. Oh, my gosh. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm very, very lucky because no one has said, uh, you're too thin. No one has said that. I mean, a bunch of people say, "Oh, you've lost weight." I've heard that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, but when I got on the scale at my mom's, because she has a really good scale, and I only weigh myself when I'm there. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like 107.6. I'm like, what? Wow. No, this is not. This is okay. Eat that cookie, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, I had mac and oh. cheese yesterday. I'm like, not, mm. I didn't think twice about it. Right. Mm. Well, I guess mm. it's a it's a good time of the of the year to to say, oh, I, I should do need to put on some weight. So yeah, it's perfect timing. I've never <laughs> I never thought in my life I never thought in my life I was always like, oh, that's too many calories. I have to watch myself. Right. I gain weight so easily. What? But yeah, it's I I my theory is that with Corona time and making sure there was enough food. I think it was the, I, I, a primal part, a primal signal in my brain went off. Hmm. And I think that's the origin of that. And then it just built from that. And I think just the added, uh, the heightened stress affected my appetite. I have no idea. 107. Oh, Jen is in the chat room and she's like, mm-hmm. 107 is what my mom weighed when she had me. <laughs> Like what? Um, the bo- wow, crazy. Well, and speaking of Jen, she did yes. ask, um, "When yes. you get a moment, will you please pull a card?" Yes. Of uh, course. My boyfriend is going to try and get across the border today, even though he is supposed to get some sort of visa, but he is going to chance it. So I guess it's oh. centering around oh. that issue. Ooh. All right, Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I am ready when you all are. Okay. And the uh, number with this message is 66. 66. All right. Uh-huh. Just a double digit. Yep. And here's the message. Communication extends past your perspective and internal stage. Honor those who honor you by considering that they also have needs and emotions. Well, that's hmm. a relationship 
a message if we ever came across one. I'll read it again. Communication extends past your perspective and internal state. Oh, internal state. Okay, communication extends past your perspective and internal state. Honor those who honor you by considering that they also have needs and emotions. So that's your message, 66. Uh, and she said six is her favorite number. The thing is, the 66 is is um, because it's that double a double digit. It puts a stamp on on that energy of the six, which is a love number um, mm-hmm. and a very nurturing number. It's also uh, it's in the realm of teaching and uh, you know comforting and um, it's a it's a very feminine number. There's a lot of power in that. When you get both of those together, it's it's really amplifying not only the positives but also maybe some of the some of the you know too much of a good thing could be too much. <laughs> and and so when you when you add those numbers up, it ends up being a, a three. Um, so it's a twelve, which becomes a three. So. When you get all this caring, intense caring and love and, and wanting to, you know, take care of things and fix things and help each other and all beautiful things. Um, however, the expression, which is, comes from, from that three, and I think one of the first words in that message was about communication. That's really what this is about. And, and it has to go both ways. It has to be um, not only just you receiving what is needed from other people, but also that you are sharing as well. Um, and that, not that you have to make sure that they're receiving, but you can pick up cues and signs if they're receiving it or not. Because you know, it's like if, like, like you telling your son what you're what you're wanting him to do, and, and he doesn't do it. So either he didn't right. hear it, or he just doesn't want to do it. You have to discern that. But um, but you sometimes it's not it's not enough that you say you need to tell me what is what is going on. Like that's as direct as some people can get in terms of requesting, but sometimes it's not going to come in the same way that you verbally say it. It's going to come in other, uh, other types of cues. So, um, so yeah, I think um, in this, in this sense, because of the way the message read, it's also just realizing everybody, everybody has something that they're, mm-hmm. they're that they're wanting and that they're wanting to um, experience and express uh, they have needs, and not that you have to anticipate those things. Like you're not have to, you have to be the mind reader and you know make everyone comfortable, even if they don't say it. But sometimes it's just allowing that space, or just re- you know recognizing you know sometimes my, what my level level of comfort is going to be different from what someone else's you know whatever they think is going to be comfortable for them or what what they actually want. Um, you know, you could say, well, you know, well, it really needs a cup of coffee, but then you got someone who's got to be a little extra and it's got to be like, you know, Turkish coffee or it's got, you know, it's got to be like something, right, 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 right. it's got to be these types of beans, it, you know, it could be in jest, but, but you can't anticipate all that. And so don't set yourself up for, to fail for, uh, for trying to anticipate everyone else's needs and realizing, oh, well, they didn't really ask for that or they, I didn't recognize that that's that, you know. There are some people who pick up on patterns and they really know, oh, you know, last time we went out, you wanted, you, you ordered this. So is that, is that what you like? And, oh, how glad. I'm so happy you remembered. You know, it's that type of thing. There are people who are really good at that. I have some friends who like have probably a, a dossier on all your different preferences, like somewhere written out, you know, like they just made notes. Right. Right. And it's, and it's, and it's super nice when, when you realize someone has thought about you that way. Um, or it could be super creepy. Just, just, just depends on who it is. Um, but yeah, this uh, the the sixty six and that message uh, just also I think implies or means that um, sometimes just allowing the space for someone to express whether they say it verbally or they you know they handwrite it or they have a bonfire. I don't know if they have a way to communicate. But they just, just for them to have that space and for you to, if anything, just to, to allow for them, not to anticipate exactly what their things are, what their issues are, what their requests are, but just giving them that space. And, and maybe that's the invitation. It's like just even asking. Some people don't ever get asked, you know, what would you like? They don't even get that, you know. Right. Um, 
Either right. it's, it's, it's provided for you right away or you don't get asked at all. Um, mm-hmm. So sometimes allowing for that, it's like, okay, well, I'll do my thing. I'll let you do your thing. And should we meet in the middle? Uh, like I'll give you my seven and a half pounds. That's fine. Um, then that works, you know. Right. Um, so she wrote, uh, oh, six is also her life path. Uh, she said, truth, there you go. that is why the golden rule doesn't work. Everyone has different needs. True. Um, and she said that he is a much better communicator than I am. I would not have guessed that. No. That's very interesting. I would not have guessed that either. Oh, she wrote, that message sounds like it is more geared to my mom who was visiting for two weeks. Well, there you go. The spirit's going to follow. Yeah. You know, the spirit's going to follow. It's it's no different than we get a call. Somebody has a question and I'm like, okay, that's cute. But uh, these dead people want to talk to you. Sorry. Yeah. So, right. <laughs> yeah. She also wrote in here just a little side story. It says that she said, my neighbors went on vacation for four days and left their 15 year old at home. He was, oh, smoking no. weed at, he was smoking weed in the house every day, skipping school, and then stole the family van. Their border, so their border and I said we would cover up the van stealing if he walked home from where he was and didn't drive and clean the house. That's crazy. That's crazy. That neighbor, is that the same neighbor that, like, took a flight, an international flight? Yeah, I bet you it is. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, interesting. Well, yeah. Shenanigans happening. Yeah, I, I know. Whenever I talk about my son, Jen always jumps in with the, with the Canadian <laughs> version. I'm like, okay, thank you. Right. <laughs> God bless. Right. Well, that's the whole thing. It's like that's why I said, no matter where in the world, right? This is the this is this is where it's, it's, the brain is crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, and <laughs> she said be, it, it, was their, it was her other son. It was her other son that did that one. I'm like, but that, that family's just a. Uh, got to work cut out for him <laughs> that's right that's right see and say jen i feel so much better thank you yeah wow yeah. um yeah switching gears a little bit though um sure i found out awesome. yesterday that one of my um childhood friends passed away oh no i'm sorry yeah Who was it? very unexpected a friend of mine named peter um, oh, and so, yeah, you know, you know, like I, I don't get on Facebook and stay very often, but I yeah. happen to notice, um, a few things. People were mentioning who it was. Like some people, some of my childhood friends were saying, oh, feeling so sad today. I just learned that a, a, a friend of mine from childhood had passed away and they didn't, you know, there wasn't any other information until later mm-hmm. in the evening. I, I'm on my way home and I happen to notice, um, one other one, he's a friend that lived in the neighborhood. Um, he and they were like they were like buddies. They were like best friends. So he was like, "Oh, my heart is heavy." And this guy, the guy that was writing it, he was he was such a cut up. He was he was very charming, but such a cut up. But it's so interesting to see him now. He he's he was in the military, um, but still super cool guy uh, and. And but just like his references, like he had a little poem from um, Rimbaud, you know. So he had he had like he was like Renaissance man. I'm like, look at this guy, how, wow. how different from back in the day. But he was mm-hmm. just writing about about his his best friend who'd passed away, and um, and so I I got online and messaged one of my friends who had commented, and I'm like, what, what happened? <laughs> like, is it who I think it is, and what happened? And um, and so, yeah, this this friend of mine, Peter, um, I guess I've known him since elementary school, at least middle school, but I think elementary school because of where he lived. He would have gone to the same elementary school. And um, we had an Atlanta connection because when I would talk about visiting, like my Uncle Tony and Anna and all those people, um, mm-hmm. he would talk about places that were kind of in the same area. I'm like, hey, you know, I was there too. And he has relatives that live in Atlanta. So that was kind of our one of our earlier connections. Um, mm-hmm. But he was also, he was of that, all my friends back in the day were like all the cool kids. Like 
but as I'm writing, like I was journaling the other day and I realized, you know, I, there are a lot of people that I, um, I would consider a friend. I consider him a friend, but I didn't know him that well. Like I didn't, you know, go over to his house and I, I didn't know what he did in his spare time. You know, I was never invited to those parties, but I always thought that we were good friends. You know, whenever we would see each other in school, we would have these conversations and we would talk. Um, but he was, uh, oh, here's the other thing. His birthday is the same birthday as um, Isabel. So when she was born, he's like, that's a very good date. <laughs> that's a oh, good date. that's cute. <laughs> born. Um, so she, uh, so he, he was, I guess he was married twice and, um, you know, divorced twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, has two sons from the first marriage. One's in the military. I just joined, um, I want to say the Marines. He was super proud. But uh, Peter himself was, I think, just not not in good health. I think after that second divorce, you have he happened to be um, married to another one of our classmates. And I remember at the time when when they when they found out they got married, I'm like, oh, that's so great. And he was posting, you know, I'm so blessed to have been married to bury my best friend, you know, that type of thing. Oh, so I think he was he was all in, but for whatever reason, they ended up getting divorced. Mm. Uh, so it's within the last maybe maybe four years that that happened. Um, mm-hmm. And I didn't really know her that well, so I'm not Facebook friends with her, um, so I don't know the whole story behind that. But I think I think he just uh, he was just not in, in good health. Like he drank a lot, um, and uh, I think he had a heart attack. So he owned his own business. He was a mechanic. He owned his own business. And he didn't show up for work mm-hmm. on Monday and wow. or Tuesday, whatever day it was. And then he, you know, someone came by his house and found him. So oh, Jesus. Uh, they think, they think oh, he had the heart attack. So, oh, my God. Um, I pray don't find my mother. Like, please. Oh, my God. Oh, right. Find her. Right. Okay. So, Big fear. All right. Go ahead. So that's, uh, you know, I just, it, I was sort of stunned. I think everyone, I, all my other friends as well, were like, what? Peter, you know, he was like happy-go-lucky. But he was, uh, he was a super cool guy too. And when, it's so interesting. The first memory that came up, I remember, so I know you all think I'm smart, but there are times when I'm like, when, when I was a little kid, I was so curious <laughs> about things. I was so curious mm-hmm. about here's, here's This is a good way to, uh, to kind of show my, my um my connection with numbers because I mean, numbers are just numbers. And I was a little kid. I hadn't done numerology yet. Um, so this must've been before I was 11. Um, <laughs> but I remember we were in school and Peter was sitting either in front of me or behind me. But anyway, uh, he said something like, Oh man, you know, it's, uh, it's really hot out. It's like, you know, he said some number. I'm like, I, like, Sort of like, sort of like me with, uh, with like, you know, metrics or even, you know, just measurements. I'm like, I don't know, I don't know how much. No, I can't picture what that looks like. You know, like I need to actually have the ruler. I don't know what that is. So, right, right, um, right. So I said, so if it's like 80 degrees, what would that be? He's like, that would be pretty hot. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I mean, for some reason, that stuck out in my head because I'm like, I just some random number like what does it mean to be 70 i don't know so he kind of put that right. in perspective for me um so these were these silly conversations i had when i was a little kid but these are these are actually exactly the same because of the questions i would ask my dad <laughs> like, what why is it this way or what does this mean mm-hmm. so i feel like mm-hmm. i learned about temperature so 80 degrees because peter had back in the day had said that's pretty hot i'm like okay well then that's pretty hot there you go and it is. He wasn't lying. So, so I wrote a little, a quick little thing for Peter last night in my journal. Mm. Um, and you know, he, he's he was fifty years old. That's crazy. Oh, so young. Yeah. Oh my god. That's crazy. But like when I went on my my all well, my little trips to uh, like I think when we were going to South America. He was commenting on different photos along the way because he was also a big traveler. And I think, I don't know if he was in the military too at some point. He might have been. But he did, he did travel. He'd been to Australia. 
you know, he he was big a big boater. He was big in, into his, into you know traveling by boat and having his own little nice. boat. And so a lot of his friends did that too. Of course, us living in Charleston and on the coast, that's you know, if you had the money, you mm-hmm. did that. Um, so hopefully, you know, hopefully, I know, I know he's he's definitely off to some other adventure. Yes, he's failing on the cosmic ship. <laughs> right. Of the next phase of life. Right. Yeah. Oh, yes, that's, well, sorry about that, and he's on to new adventures, as you well know, and, yeah, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, life is just the fragility, and it just makes no sense that all of the, the chaos and the nonsense, as if we're going to live forever, that's what always makes me pause, like, really? Mm. It's we just don't you know it's just so short. Oh, I forgot to mention one other little detail. Not that it's of any major consequence, but it just added to the it added to the poo poo plotter of you know my anxiety. Uh, yeah, I didn't know. I'm bringing that to Thanksgiving dinner. Here's a poo poo plotter of my anxiety. Enjoy. <laughs> um, I got an email from my kid's father. Uh, I guess my kids have you know, shared with their dad that, you know, his ex-mother-in-law is in a very vulnerable state. And so he wrote a letter for me to share, to give to my mother, like a a Word document. Oh. So, of course, I'm all about the church of forgiven, so they do not know what they do. So he said, I hope your mom's okay. Please give her this letter, whatever. And I said she's uh, managing, but very fragile. I'll pass along your letter. Um, full disclosure? No, I won't. <laughs> I'm not passing it along. No, I won't. No, I won't. Mm-hmm. I read it. And patience? I mean, it's very, it's just nice sentiment of the appreciation. My mother had been very good to him and very generous. Mm-hmm. And maybe he feels a little guilty about that. I don't know. I don't care. Uh, my mother can live without hearing about that letter. She can live about it. She knows how she feels about her ex-son-in-law. Mm-hmm. We don't need to, we can just leave it there. We don't need to have the conversation um, because it's not relevant. And what really sealed the deal, so I knew that. I'm like, I'm not going to share this with her, but let me read it. <laughs> I'm going to read it. I'm going to take a look. I'm gonna read. I opened up the attachment. And then I knew after the salutation because it said, dear Liz's mom. What? Thank you. I'm going to share oh, that with my mother. On. Dear, Thank you. Thank you. So I knew intuitively I'm not sharing this. And when I opened it, I'm like, yes, I co-host a podcast with Elisa. Thank you. So. <laughs> Yes, to your Liz's mom. Because you don't know what to call her, pick a salutation. Her first name is Helen. If you want to get formal, you call it Mrs. Ortiz. Right. To your Liz's mom. And he's a writer. All right. Mm. Mm -mm. Yeah. And I couldn't even tell you what what the letter said because I blocked it out. Oh, my gosh. But it's just platitudes and thank you and whatever. I'm not going to share that. Dear Liz's mom, right there, that right there, that's like offensive to me. Yeah. That's offensive to me. I'm not going to share that. Give them for they do not know what they do. If you think that that's okay because you could not pick, a, 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 you couldn't own a salutation, dear Liz's mom, you know, you knew her for 30 years. Right. Dear Liz's mom, delete. That's weird. That's just weird. That's a reflection. It's, yeah, it's just as weird as my, my sister saying she might have a heart attack and that was over a week ago. No, she, she doesn't want to see my mother right now because she's scared or she doesn't want to do it or she's resentful or any mm-hmm. combination of the reasons. It's no different than that it's no different than my uh brother saying oh we'll wait for the medical team to follow up 
and I'll, and and before I go to work, I'm like I schedule a home visit because she's in pain and like no one's getting that. Forgive them for they do not know what they do. And I get it. And it's just a case for getting out of the comfort of your discomfort and embracing the pain of growth and the wisdom that follows. Because the secret is when you consent to growth, the pain is so temporary. Mm-hmm. It's so temporary. It's like a birth canal. It's temporary. And what you get as a result of that bravery and that willingness to shift, grow, evolve, and feel everything, including pain, is a very powerful act of alchemy. So three, meaning my three siblings, they have joined the, the, the ostrich exhibit at the zoo. Go right ahead. Forgive them for they do not know what they do. Wow. Dear Liz's mom, how dare you reduce her to a vague salutation because you can't call her by her name? What the hell is that? I don't even want to know. I'm not going to share that with my mother. That's an insult. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. That would not sit well with me either. Um, my um, my mom had addressed a Christmas card to um, Anna and her friends. <laughs> we all lived in the same house back in the day. She gave me a Christmas card, Anna and her Christmas fr- card and sent That's a so Christmas funny. card to Anna and her <laughs> friends. I'm like, and I called her up. Because, you know, Anna's like, oh, your mom sent a Christmas card. And Anna doesn't care. She doesn't, you know, she's like, whatever. That's when like, she was living with, with her ex? Yeah, so it was, Anna, Anna was already in a relationship with, uh, yeah, with her partner at the time. And they lived with in the house together. And the kids and the kids. No, 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 this was before that. Um, okay, so, but she was with the partner, but she was in a relationship. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we had another person but, living in the house. As well, so we right. you know there are four people in the house, but I remember because you know Anna, you know Anna put the card up, you know on the on the whatever wherever we were, and I don't think we had a fireplace, but we she had it up. Yeah, yeah. And I remember playing, getting right. it. I remember looking at it, and I called my mom immediately, and I said, "Mom, ah. first of all, <laughs> like if you needed to get the names of the other people living in this house, you certainly could have called me." I said, mm-hmm. "But um, I said I I just don't understand why why you would." you would do that. Anna and her friends, you know, she has a girlfriend, you know, that's her partner. Right. That's right. I mean, I read her, I read her the riot act for doing that because yep. she does know better. Yeah. You know, for someone yep. who's all about, about, you know, uh, uh, etiquette, etiquette. I'm like, yeah, if you really needed mm-hmm. to know, and it's not like you didn't know because you've met, you have met her, her girlfriend a few times. She comes to the family galleries, right. you know, her name. Wow. Yep. Yeah, you, you know could, her name. It's like, yeah, it's like her name. ex-husband knows his ex-mother-in-law's name. Like, yeah, what the hell? Yeah, that's, you know, in the, in the scale of things, I, you know, yeah, he, he, he knows better. Yes. <laughs> but you can know better, but, you, but choose, but you but don't choose do not to. But you <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, bye. Never has one ever been more happy to be divorced and not married than she who is speaking right now. Unbelievable. Well, well. <sighs> I know, right? Happy yeah. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving special. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, maybe that's why that message was, was really for everybody, not just, uh, not just Jen. For everybody. Oh, it was for everybody. Everybody has where they are is where they are at their level of consciousness. Forgive them for they do not know what they do. Forgive them for they do not know any. Well, well, well I was say for they do not know. Oh, they are right. Forgive them for for they are for they are choosing the level of consciousness that they're in right now. Whatever, like just forgive yeah. them. Yeah, just forgive them. I forgive everybody. It's just too much. It's just too much work and it and it's like if that's 
if you're signing off on that, the way my sister is signing off on she hasn't seen my mother, I don't even know when the last time she was there. You're signing off on that, you know. Um, listen, it's I want my family safe and healthy, and I want my mother comfortable, and I want to take care of my, I want to take care of my kids and myself and continue to evolve in this in this life and I know that the ebbs and flow like the ocean inevitable and I knew when things were stable and my mom was good and my son you know was stable and everything was okay and whatever I I I just knew like okay this is where we are now and and the gratitude for that but this is this is the ebb and flow of life and okay so it's it's uh choppy waters right now okay you can still have smooth sailing you know this better than anybody because you're the cruise queen you can <laughs> still have smooth sailing on choppy waters can't you you still move forward you still move forward and eventually it might just be like a little you bumpy. said eventually mm-hmm. it'll pass you know it will pass Right, the storm will pass. But I, listen. I, I knew the day. I knew the day. The, I knew the day would would come. You know, um, I'm processing that. I ran into. Um, yeah, I've been really kind of keeping to myself. You know, since since Tuesday, and I uh, ran into uh, a dear, dear, dear friend who. Um, is practically living in my building because he dates my neighbor, but this yeah. is I've been friends with him for a hundred years, and um, you, know, I just I was like, oh, I don't want to run into anybody, you know, and we had our masks on or whatever, and he's like, are you okay? And I just couldn't even respond. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And then I'm like, just being calm and like. You know, it's life, it's okay, it's fine, it is, but, you know, what it is, whatever, whatever. But uh, I would have preferred not to have run into him, to be honest, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a lot, that's that's a lot harder is. in your situation because of, where, you know, where you live, New York City. Yeah. And where much. you live, <laughs> you're building. Yeah. Maybe there's your neighborhood. Right. You, you're going to, yeah, just, uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you got the mask, you got your glasses, you know, you you have your stealthy moves. So uh, that running running into people is much more minimal than it used to yeah. be because we have our mask and and all of that. But yeah, I mean, he's so kind and I love him and what have yeah. you. But it's fine. Ugh, it's exhausting. Um, but what are you gonna do? You're gonna just get stronger. And yeah. I've always said, yeah, that's it. You just like, you know, when people, yeah, people say, I hear this, I've heard this for many years, you know, that I'm one of the strongest people that they know. I'm like, that's cute. I don't need to be the title holder, but thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's just, it's just that, that grace that comes a little, it's amazing how it just comes quicker and quicker, you know, because it is like, what the energies used to say, the refinement of transformation, you know, where it's just like eat all those processes, all those experiences, you know, it's only Thursday. The word palliative care, you know, landed on Tuesday. That was just, you know, two days ago. Um, it's just integration of new information. That's really what it is. Um, and, and just having the grace, dignity, and, and, uh, quality to move forward and to to slow down and um, to take care of yourself and not feel so tethered of what needs to get done. Whatever is whatever is the absolute uh, whatever is an absolute necessity, whatever keeps things afloat, and the rest we're just going to freestyle. Yeah. I can't, I just need to have a lot of, or as much breathing room, like literally breathing room 
in between uh, moments of showing up. Yeah, in between moments of showing up, showing up in the world, showing up for your family, showing up for your job, showing up for for whatever. And then the rest, it's like uh, study hall, the open period. Like, I, I can't. Right, right. I, I right. just can't. Yeah, I just can't. Like, right now, it's, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, um, Raven, well, actually, Jen and Raven are now in there. And, and Jen had written earlier, gratitude for the con- yeah. confirmation that leaving my ex was the right decision. Um, and she said, praying yes. that your mom has a smooth transition. And Thank then, you. uh Raven wrote, I went through so many of the same things with my parents, like you are going through, Liz. Years later, I realized how much I would cherish those memories, good or bad. We choose the direction to go. We cannot choose for others. My siblings have not changed, but I feel I have evolved for the better, a spiritual person. That's right. Thank you, my sister. Ditto. Ditto. Yeah. Thank you so much. That really helps, and it means a lot. Yeah. yeah. And it's just that inner strength. It's that core. It's like Pilates for your consciousness. Like that core <laughs> is, you know what I mean? Like that core of your being. Like, yeah, it's 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 really strong. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows who knows what that's preparing me for, you know? Um, I just want my mother to be comfortable. She's ready to go. I'm like, God, please don't. I mean, why does she have to break her tooth on a slice of pizza? Does she really need that? But literally, things are falling apart. So that's that's so literal. Hmm. Yeah, that's so literal. But there you go. But you know, it's Thanksgiving. I'm so glad I'm not cooking. And uh, yeah, that's like a first. Usually, you're like, okay, here's a turkey update. Uh, had the turkey in the oven at seven. And... Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I'm tired for all the years that that, that um, I did it. And yeah, I don't even remember what I did last Thanksgiving. I couldn't even well, tell you. It was, what's interesting it was is that COVID. this year, Anna, and I just saw you know before I got. Did the oh, show, yeah, Anna, and I was putting this like 16 pound turkey in the oven. Um, nice, ginormous. And they're like, "That's what that's the smallest turkey we could find on the day they went shopping." That was the smallest turkey right. we could find. Um, mm. So we're having people over at two, and her nice. um, her dad is here with her with his wife. So um, Uncle Tony, call me. They, Sorry, <laughs> they came last night or yesterday, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. it'll it'll be a fun little gathering of. Um, Mostly uh, Anna's friends. I mean, they're friend, my friends too. But you know, I well, all of my friends are doing their thing. So, or they can't. They're That's working. That's nice. So. You'll be home your first Thanksgiving in your new place. In the house, yeah, yeah. And then I'm, I, I could, I could pop over to see Isabel and and my brother and sister in law and and their her parents. So they're having steak. I can nice. tell you that right now. There's no turkey involved. They're having steak. Oh, that's really <laughs> funny. I love it. So. Um, I'm no, yeah, nice. you know, in light of everything, you know, I think there are a few Thanksgivings ago when, um, I think uh, yeah, my um, my uncle had passed. Um, mm. He passed on my my aunt's birthday. That was a few days. Her, her birthday was on the twentieth. So this was probably seven eight years ago when that happened. But I remember just like it was such a strange feeling to have that first, um, you know, right that first. Uh, holiday because usually one of the holidays either Thanksgiving or Christmas I'm I'm visiting but um, yeah right I, I don't it hasn't it's been a while since I've been home and uh, yeah we we're trying to get my parents to come but they're like no it's too far now they're, they're driving to Tampa tomorrow to visit another like one of my dad's sisters one of my aunts her birthday was last week and uh it's it's just interesting. My mom was telling us, oh, you know, when, when we thought their their um, she calls them the affair. We thought their affair was on Thanksgiving Day, <laughs> and it's just too far. It. It's too far. But then they called and they said it's going to be on Saturday. So she said, so we could make that. I'm like, so now it's not as far. Like, okay, that's so funny. It's, mad, it's amazing how when you, it's just, the, the miles just shrink. <laughs> 
fascinating. <laughs> it's not on a major holiday. Oh, we can make it. It's on a weekend. Yeah, yeah. Can, we can do that. We can do that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's my mom. Gotta love her. Uh, so, they're yeah, they're they're gonna be uh, they're gonna be checking checking out some family members there and little gathering. That's I think it'll nice. be fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I learned that my kid's godfather, I think you met him, my friend Larry. Yeah. My kid's uh, godfather is, because he works, he's uh, um, a ticket taker for uh, Broadway shows. So they actually, he's been doing the show Waitress. So they're having a, a show tonight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he is actually going to surprise them. At uh, the TikTok Diner, um, so we'll have like our Thanksgiving. So the kids don't know that their godfather is, is going to make an appearance and join us. So that's going to be nice. I'm really looking forward oh, to that. Oh, sweet! That's yes, going to be a nice little three, surprise. Definitely a nice little thing. Three thirty, yeah, three thirty. So it's a good, it's a good middle of the day um, to to do that and. Um, Freestyle the rest, and yeah, we have to conserve our like really, we do have to conserve our energy. We just do uh, for whatever's to come. Yeah, whatever that um, looks like. Yes, go ahead. Well, Raven wrote in um, the chat. She said, "You know, you know, sometimes we have to remind ourselves that telling our loved ones it's okay if you want to go, even talking with yep. their guides." Um, so, oh, that's a good, yeah, that, thank you. Duly noted. That's a, that's a good one. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. But what's, what's good is that my mother isn't afraid. She's done. She probably wishes she went already. She's uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, so I hope that willingness, uh, will support and expedite a smoother transition. Uh, the worst to me is when life is prolonged. Like my ex-mother-in-law, I don't know whoever decided that she should be on a feeding tube in a nursing home. And then for four years, she just lived in bed. Like, that's not living. Right. And my mother's basically living out of her recliner. She, I, she, she's done. She's lived a full life. She did a great job. She she had so much adversity that she overcame. She's so damn strong, you know. Um, she 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 impacted a lot of lives. Uh, very generous, uh, a beautiful person, and yeah. she needs to get out of the density of this form, and she needs to ascend into her greater state of consciousness. I want nothing more than that for her because she's in prison right now and it's heartbreaking. Right. Right. So, you know, but it's, it's not my story to tell and it's not about me. Um, but that's all I can do is hold space, um, and keep it moving and be grateful for, um, being, you know, the privilege of having a mother. That's what most people don't, most people, you know, don't have a mother as long as I've had. So, you know, we're very fortunate for that. But now it's it's really time for her to close this chapter. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I want nothing more than that because it's not about my pain. It's about her freedom. Mm. And that's what it is. We're all in quest for freedom because that's the ultimate, that's the ultimate freedom, not being tethered to, to this insane asylum that is this life. Right. That's what it is. I don't want to come back. Like, I'm done. Like, after this, please, like, let me be a comment or a little Milky Way. or I don't need to come back. I'm good. It's like enough already. Mm. And on that bright note. (laughs) 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 Holiday special. Woo! Now we officially launched the holiday season on the lowest effect. Woo! So, on that note. If uh, you need to get a hold of us, you can send an email to loablend at gmail.com. God only knows what's going to happen between Thursday and Tuesday because, you know, that's a big gap. A big gap. No idea. Yeah. 
uh, yes, who knows? We're scheduled to be back on the air this coming Tuesday at 8.30 a.m. United States Eastern Time. Happy Thanksgiving to those of you who celebrate. Stay safe. And as always, let the light do the work and keep brighter days ahead. Love you. Take Love care. Love you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.